Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special Halloween edition of Tim's News Explosion for this Monday, the 31st of October, 2022. I liked you, Hope, the spooky explosion introductory video. I'm glad you thought it was spooky, Jack. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive, and Odyssey channels, as well as on the Interactive Entropy software, where throughout the evening, you can send through a direct question, or even better yet, send through a super chat. Hello, Lady of Shalott, and hello, Senator Slayer. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Victoria, where thanks to our time zone, uh, we are among the First Nations in the world to enjoy this Halloween night. Uh, the popularity of Halloween in Australia has been growing, influenced in part by the shared popular culture we have with the British and North American Anglosphere. Obviously, the, the fact that it's a spring in Australia uh, and up in the, the, the Northern Hemisphere, it's uh, autumn. Uh, the, the the Halloween Halloween fits in seasonally uh, with uh, where they are in in their uh, four seasons in a year. Obviously, it gets darker earlier in the evening then, so kids can go trick or treating earlier. While it what well, gets dark at about eight pm here, uh, when uh, most of the uh, the the younger kids uh, would have done their their trick or treating. It's not very scary to to do it. In the in in the light, uh, but uh, as I said, uh, it's certainly uh, catching on with uh, a lot of the the young people and children today uh, finding the the fun of it. But there are still plenty of uh, sneerers and wowzers who claim we shouldn't celebrate Halloween because it's American. It's the commercial holiday because now with the supermarket sell Halloween themed candy. You have to remember these are probably the types of people who dobbed on their neighbours during COVID uh, because they've always hated fun and children's laughter. We need more fun in the current times and Halloween provides that. Uh, one of my first uh, articles ever on the Unshackled, as you can see by the date, uh, October 30, 2016, in defence of Halloween in Australia. And I mentioned... Uh, why it's fun and uh, why uh, we love a love a celebratory day uh, to catch up with people and uh, also state why the, the people who say the snooty people are wrong there. And it was uh, good to see uh, today that uh, our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, got into the, the Halloween uh, spirit. Uh, he was at a, a daycare centre promoting uh, cheaper childcare. There he is with the member for McNamara, Josh Burns, and a, a witch, I think that's a witch costume with a, with a pink hat there. Uh, now, this is uh, the, uh, the first uh, 
post-COVID uh, Halloween, uh, where they are discouraging uh, children uh, from wearing masks. They're told that they can uh, dress up uh, for, for Halloween. Uh, this was uh, one of the, uh, the emails uh, sent out to a school district. I'm not sure if it was in the US or Canada. It says, uh, Halloween, uh, just a reminder, uh, Halloween activities vary from school to school. Some schools have family dances. Others may have an orange and black day or a costume day. If students do wear costumes on Monday, they must adhere to the school dress code and any type of outfit that would impede learning or pose a safety hazard would not be allowed, i.e. mask. We want our students to have fun, but also ensure students and staff continue to learn and teach in a safe and respectful way. So there you go, 2022, uh, they finally accepted uh, that uh, mask hinder learning at school. It's certainly a, a difference from, from last Halloween where this was the scariest uh, uh, children's mask. A new Halloween mask depicts a human face not actually wearing uh, a mask. And uh, there were uh, some daycare workers in Mississippi recently who thought that it would be a good idea uh, to put on a scream ghost face mask in front of these uh, young children. Okay, that's enough there, uh, because it is distressing to see those upset children there. And now uh, these uh, four of these uh, daycare workers, who they actually the reason that they got caught is because they filmed it and uploaded it to social media. So uh, four uh, people were immediately fired and are facing charges of a felony child abuse, while a fifth person faces two misdemeanor counts uh, authorities play. Uh, so uh, the video goes on for uh, two minutes. And uh, so it has a, uh, this is the, the, the mug shots of the, of the childcare workers and like, I mean, these, like, obviously we shouldn't blame the, the parents for what happened, but would you really want to leave your children in front of these types of uh, women there? And so it, it interviews one of the, the parents, ABC News, Caitlin Johnson, who said her two-year-old son is still showing signs of trauma, is difficult sleeping through the night, adding of the footage. It's no joke and it's nothing to laugh at. Now, it's good to know where the line is when it comes to child abuse these days. That's the line, like dressing up in a, a ghost face scream mask to scare children. That's child abuse. I'm sure if they, uh, one of them are dressed up as a satanic looking drag queen to, to read stories with them, that would have been okay. And obviously during COVID, like a surgical N95 mask, that was perfectly okay to wear in, in daycare uh, facilities and, and that. So yeah, so that's what, uh, there we go. Uh, that is 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 where 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 the line is in 2022. And I noticed that uh, a lot of 
uh, people on the home chat, this is a good reason to homeschool your children or even better yet, don't dump them in a childcare centre uh, where, I mean, the only reason these women were caught is because they filmed it and uploaded it to social media. Uh, now, I am wearing a Halloween costume. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you noticed. Uh, can you guess uh, what uh, what uh, scary uh, figure I am dressed dressed up as? Uh, put your guesses in the the live chat, and I'll tell if any of you are are right. Uh, now, this Halloween, I should uh, remind that uh, the the people who should be most afraid on this Halloween night is the unvaccinated, because uh, vampires they only want to drink pure blood and zombies want to eat non-genetically modified flesh and brains and also uh it's important to have your uh children vaccinated uh, because then uh, the sanderson sisters won't be able to uh smell them and also uh won't eat eat them because their potions won't work on uh vaccinated uh children uh but let's get to well where it is uh, very uh stranger times and that is on twitter with it's it's finally happened after many months uh elon musk has uh completed his uh, well the deal uh to take ownership of twitter and he did not uh waste any time uh he uh fired uh the uh, the the chief chief executive officer uh, Parag Aragawal, Chief Financial Officer Ned uh, Siegel, and General Counsel uh, Vajaya uh, Gadi, who was the one who, well, made the, the biggest decision in Twitter's history uh, to uh, delete Don President Donald Trump's account uh, from Twitter. And so Musk declared that the, the bird is free and that also uh, comedy is legal on on twitter uh, so he hasn't wasted any time uh as soon as he got into uh, twitter hq uh with a literal sync uh to let people know well to let it sink in uh now uh, there there've also been a there's rumors of other firings as 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 well and i couldn't believe that uh Elon Musk himself decided to, well, a shame, well, what did I say, ba ba basically celebrate and humiliate uh, these uh, two employees uh, that uh, he fired, uh, Raul, Raul Ligma and Daniel Johnson. He tweeted that uh, Ligma Johnson had it coming. Musk has allegedly fired an entire team of Twitter data engineers as laid off employees, Raul Ligma and Daniel Johnson are pictured walking out of the San Francisco office on, on Friday afternoon. And uh, they were certainly upset about uh, losing their dream jobs uh, to this, uh, to their new uh, owner. Michelle Obama wouldn't have happened. Yeah, Elon, on Twitter. I don't Elon know, Musk right? would be Twitter. a town square. You know, Obama and in 2008 wouldn't have happened. How, who you without uh, my like director, Elon Musk on Twitter. On Twitter. You need yeah, free speech uh, is when yeah. A public company, you know, a public owned dog. <laughs> um, not like one guy owning a company, you know. But 
Um, I'm a data I mean, We've been having a lot of I even own a Tesla, man. Like, and, uh, I, I'm a big fan of like clean energy, climate change. Um, even free speech too. But, um, yeah. Software engineer. His own words. What do you make of that? What do you think Twitter will look like? I mean, a free speech is, you know, Nazis saying that, uh, you know, trans women shouldn't, you know, use women's uh, locker rooms, then awesome. I guess mission accomplished. We'll see. Listen, I got to touch base with my husband and wife. I got to get out of here. All right. Thank you, guys. Sorry, Daniel. Thank you. So clearly devastated uh, Ligma Johnson there. And uh, as uh, Brucey points out, the fact that they're standing around with cardboard boxes didn't make it obvious enough. But uh, in, in case uh, you, you didn't know, the hilarious uh, troll uh, that, uh, that uh, was just seen, it was a, a troll, these two pranksters. They just walked out of Twitter HQ with cardboard boxes uh, full of junk and the mainstream media interviewed them and took their word that they were legitimate uh, Twitter employees who'd just been laid off. And uh, Ligma had uh, Michelle Obama's autobiography becoming Michelle Obama, which the fact that it was called that has uh, made a lot of people wonder who was Michelle Obama before she became Michelle Obama. Now, Elon Musk, he has said that at current, uh, the Twitter moderation has not changed. He's going to form a new moderation council uh, to decide what the, the policy is going to be about uh, reinstating suspended accounts, the most notable what's going to happen uh, to Donald Trump's Twitter account. Uh, Trump has said even if he's allowed back on by Musk, he's not going to use it because he's invested on truth social. Uh, but uh, there, there've already been uh, noticeable, uh, even though Musk has said that the moderation policy hasn't changed, there has been noticeable more free speech. And although the algorithm hasn't changed because Tesla engineers are deep diving into it, I have noticed a lot more real news uh, turning up in the, the feed. Libs of TikTok uh, decided to test out the, the new Twitter just by tweeting groomer, 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 groomer. And uh, the only people who cared were the German government. Uh, so got this email from Twitter. They're required by German law to provide notice to users who are reported by people from Germany via the Network Enforcement Act reporting flow. We've received a complaint regarding your account for the following content, groomer, groomer, groomer. We have investigated the reported content and found it is not subject to removal under Twitter rules or German law. So there you can say groomer. Now, of course, all of the, 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 the Twitter sewer that have ruled, uh, ruled the bird for the past uh, 10 years are very upset and uh, they have all threatened to leave Twitter and uh, but uh, will they do it it's a bit like none of the uh, celebs and other lefties moved to canada when trump was elected president apparently the the one that some are migrating to is tribal social and like as the name says it's literally uh, for people who have tribal politics and libs of tiktok uh, decided to post some things there 
and this is their, oh, this was on their Substack. I tried the left's new social media platform and was banned in 20 minutes. Uh, so according to Tribal's Twitter bio, the platform is an inner to be Twitter, Facebook alternative that's free of hate, fake news, and bots. In other words, a platform to shield the fragile left from the pain caused by their own cognitive distance. And so I opened an account and posted a few messages. The first reading, men cannot get pregnant. Others included men cannot become women and women cannot become men. And Joe Biden sniffs little girls. Immediately, the Ministry of Truth went to overdrive. Trouble users began reporting and even misgendered me. In less than 20 minutes, my account was suspended and I was banned from the platform. Tribal posted a statement categorized me as a racist, transphobic, bigoted. So much for tribal social combating fake news. Apparently men cannot get pregnant is transphobic. Uh, biology is bigoted and racist. And it's a lifetime ban. <laughs> so lives of TikTok doesn't know if they will able to recover from this. Now, of course, the reason why libs of TikTok uh, became uh, such a target uh, of uh, the, the the left and of course uh, the Washington Post Taylor Lorenz who is very triggered by Elon Musk's ownership was the one who doxed the operator of the libs of, of TikTok account. All it did was uh, basically uh, amplify uh, what degenerate libs are saying on on twitter and what their aims aims are particularly when it comes to the the grooming of children but uh, so the, the uh, some of these libs of of tiktok they don't need uh, the twitter account to amplify their message some such as uh, dylan Mulvaney, uh become so popular on their own uh, with uh, 8.5 million followers that uh, they get to interview the president of the United States, Joe Biden, for now this, uh, to oh, gauge his uh, support uh, for the, uh, the transgender going into the midterms. Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love you. Uh, thank you. I am extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources I need, and that decision is just between me and my doctors. But many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. And it, it feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on in some ways. And this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety. And particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. More than any other group of people. Thank you. How can Democratic leaders be more effective in advocating for us trans people and our families and our lives and our opportunities? I'm not being facetious when I say this, being seen with people like you. No, I mean it. I genuinely mean it. People fear what they don't know. They fear what they don't know. And when people realize, individuals realize, oh, this is what they're telling me to be frightened of. This is the problem. This is, I mean, people change their minds. People are just don't know enough to know. And it's not because of intellectual incapability. It's just lack of exposure. And, uh, and I think that uh, it's really important 
that we continue to speak out about the basic fundamental rights of all human beings. And the idea, the idea that what's going on, you know, in some states, I won't get into the politics of it, but in some states, it's just, it's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. What they're trying to do to trans persons is immoral. I saw Margot Huss, uh, who says, uh, well, I should say to her, welcome back to the chat. Lol, is this for real? Yes, this is a real trans woman, Dylan Mulvaney, in, doing an in-person interview uh, with the president of the United States, Joe Biden, who I assume he was told by his aides to say all those answers to, to Dylan there. A lot of people were wondering because we know that uh, Joe Biden likes to, to sniff girls, uh, whether uh, she passed the, the sniff test, uh, Dylan. Now, I'll play now just a portion of the videos, the TikToks that got uh, Dylan Mulvaney famous to those millions and millions of TikTok followers, and that was her diary of days of girlhood. Day one of being a girl, and I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when someone asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine, when I wasn't fine. How'd I do, ladies? Good? Day 75 of being a girl, and I've been carrying around tampons and pads for the past two months, but I've actually never opened one up. So let's do it. Woohoo! I thought the letter stood for small, medium, and large based on the size of your Barbie pouch, but after a Google, I found out it's actually the level of your flow. So they're super, regular, and light. I guess my question is which one do I carry around? The super? Because maybe if you have a light flow, you can still use a super? I don't know. Okay, how do you unpack all of that? I would all recommend to you uh, Blair White's breakdown of Dylan Mulvaney's trans odyssey. Uh, Blair White, a conservative uh, trans woman. Just my own observations. That's like if you are for the entire of your life really a woman trapped in a man's body, like wouldn't you already be a woman, even though you haven't started estrogen. And so the first day of you identifying as a woman wouldn't bring on all of these new female emotions. I don't know, unless the, the estrogen had uh, already made you uh, emotional. And yes, why the hell are you carrying tampons, which even if you have the, the, the downstairs surgery there, you're, you, you don't bleed because you don't produce eggs like a natural born woman there. So I don't know why you're carrying them around. And also, I don't think that you are the going to be the authority that uh, women go to for advice about uh, what tampons to use. So yes, that happened last week in the, the, the US. Uh, now what happened uh, this week uh, was uh, the uh, hammer assault at uh, the uh, on Paul Pelosi at the uh, Pelosi residence, uh, there was a late night home invasion by Berkeley resident David uh, De Pape, and uh, this is probably one of the best summaries of uh, the 
the whole story, not just the, the liberal media uh, story by Michael Schellenberger. Uh, so if you don't know who he is, he's an environmentalist and reformed greenie. Uh, so Berkeley is in the greater San Francisco area. So Michael Schellenberger was just in Australia as part of the, the, the CPAC Australia conference. He has two books. Uh, one is Apocalypse Never about that. It's about how the, the, cli- the, the, the climate mass extinction is actually not going to happen. And also his latest book is uh, Francisco about why the liberal city of San Francisco is now literally a degenerate uh, shithole. So, yes, uh, the 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 narrative was uh, uh, Joe Biden said it was a despicable uh, attack, and uh, so law enforcement sources have alleged the attacker David De Pape, 42, sh- uh, shouted, "Where's Nancy?" as the supporters of Donald Trump, who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6, did, and uh, so. Uh, Governor uh, Gavin Newsom said this is a heinous assault and another example of the dangerous consequences of the divisive and hateful rhetoric that is putting lives at risk and undermining our very democracy. Uh, This attack, said San Francisco Senator Scott Weiner, is terrifying and the direct result of toxic right-wing rhetoric. But... uh, De Pape's politics have little rhyme and reason. In the past years, De Pape shared a post about Stephen Colbert's 2006 roast of George W. Bush, linked to videos of Disney films, all to make it look like the characters were swearing and claimed Jesus is the Antichrist, not exactly a litany of right-wing tropes. And as I discovered yesterday, De Pape lived with a notorious local nudist in a Berkeley home complete with Black Lives Matter sign in the window and LGBT rainbow flag emblazoned with a marijuana symbol hanging from a tree. A closer look reveals the characteristics of a homeless encampment or what European calls open drug scene. Uh, so according to uh, neighbours, uh, so the... On the streets, a yellow school bus uh, filled with garbage typical of such, such structures in a homeless encampment. People come and go from the house and vehicles, neighbours say, in part to partake in the use of psychedelic uh, drugs. And they describe Pape as a homeless addict with a politics of until very recently left-wing, but of secondary importance to psychotic and paranoid behaviour. And uh, so one of his neighbours said uh, they seem very left. They're all about BLM, gay pride. They're very detached from reality. They've called the cops on several other neighbours, including claiming we are plotting against them. It's really weird to see they're willing to be so aggressive towards somebody who is also a lefty. Not all of the news media missed De Pape's history of drug use. Another woman uh, told CNN that she got to know De Pape around 2014, homeless, living in a storage unit, used hard drugs. And so, yes, uh, this is the, the where he lives. And uh, his uh, former lover, uh, Oxane Gypsy Tub, 53, a Russian immigrant. Uh, so it goes further down here that... Uh, Five years, Tub uh, was in the news again five years later when then 44, a 20-year-old man, Jamie, 
Jamie Smith. Uh, they married naked at City Hall in San Francisco. And most recently, uh, Oxane Gypsy Tub I harassed a boy of 14. I, I was wanting to kidnap him and allegedly bought sex dolls for her sons to use and so was uh, convicted in 2021 for child abuse there. So, and obviously there have been the, uh, well, the inconsistencies with uh, uh, what you would think would be a typical break-in because uh, the, the, the call uh, to the San Francisco uh, police uh, Paul Pelosi said that uh, he knew the man, David, and he called from the, the the bathroom. And when the police got there, they were both in their underwear and uh, they were both trying to assault each other with hammers. And the assault on Paul Pelosi, who had to have surgery, was when the police arrived. And apparently there was no sign of break and entry. And the there, there was shattered glass, but it was outside, not smashing to get in uh, now apparently according to mainstream media uh, paul pelosi he was talking in code to the police and that's apparently why he said he he knew uh, david now if he was a wanting to target uh, lefties wouldn't he have known that nancy pelosi was in washington at the time that's where her security detail was but even then if he doesn't have uh, security detail paul pelosi then wouldn't there be lots of security there, given that he is a high-profile spouse of well, the Speaker of the, the House of Rep Representative, and uh, obviously he has been making a, a killing in the stock market for uh, many years, just miraculously picking the the, the right stocks uh, when uh, the, the the news eventually uh, breaks about about. Uh, new information that makes the stocks go up in general and of course recently he was uh, convicted of a, a DUI uh, as well so will we ever know the the truth about the Paul Pelosi uh, ha hammer attack uh, will this guy David DePepe uh, will he uh, kill himself in custody uh, that uh, remains to be seen now the obviously these are this is a late October surprise uh, with the midterms not uh, tomorrow Tuesday uh, but next Tuesday the 8th of November because we're basically a day behind the US we won't know the result of the midterm elections until probably Wednesday afternoon Australian time uh, so Obviously, they're called the midterms because it's mid into a president's four-year term. So the focus is on the various Senate races uh, because obviously the, the Senate, uh, who has control of the, 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 the Senate, well, it's just as important as who controls the House of Representatives. But uh, because a senator is elected for, for six-year terms, the winners of uh, Senate races are more decisive about the, the makeup of the Senate. All seats in the House of Representatives are up for election every two years, so it tends to go with the party who does well in that uh, particular election cycle. So the critical Senate races are 
in Pennsylvania. So Mehmet Oz, uh, Dr. Oz of the that uh, reality daytime uh, health advice show, he's up against uh, John Fetterman, who recently had a, a stroke, which is being blamed on his poor debate for performance when he couldn't answer questions and contradicted uh, himself. Oz is up in the polls. So it's obviously to make it clear, Oz is the Republican, John Fetterman is the Democrat. In Ohio, the Republican is author uh, J.D. Vance. Uh, he's up against Democrat Tim Ryan. Uh, in Georgia, the incumbent Raphael Warnock is up against former NFL player uh, running for the Republicans, Herschel Walker. And in the gubernatorial contests in Arizona, Republican and uh, Trump supporter Carrie Lake, she is the favorite to beat Democrat uh, Katie Hobbs. Carrie Lake's uh, campaign had a huge uh, boost uh, with uh, Liz Cheney urging Arizonans to vote for Katie Hobbs. And so Carrie Lake was uh, very grateful for Liz Cheney's uh, intervention there. Ron DeSantis in Florida, a Republican, is running for a second term against former Governor uh, Charlie Crist. And then in New York, uh, the former Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, who replaced Andrew Cuomo midterm when he resigned due to the se sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, she is neck and neck with Republican Lee Zedlin. So New York could go, state of New York could go red for the, the first time there. So uh, the, the red wave, it, it is still a very strong, can it uh, crash on, when I say crash, when it, it, it I should say break, uh, will, will it break well on November 8th? That's what remains to be seen. And now there has unfortunately over the weekend been some actual real horrific uh, tragedies. So there was the uh, Halloween crowd crush in Seoul, South Korea. 154 were killed, including one Australian. 133 were injured. There was also the collapse of a just reopened footbridge in Morbi, India. 135 killed, 180 rescued. And then there was a car bombing in the capital of Somalia in Mogadishu, 100 killed, 300 injured. And uh, at the beginning of October, there was another mass casualty event, the uh, Kanarajahan Stadium disaster in Indonesia on October 1, uh, where there was a, a riot post the, the game and there was a panic uh, crowd crush, 135 killed and 583 injured. Now, in global news, uh, Jair Bolsonaro has uh, been declared uh, the loser in the Brazilian presidential runoff against uh, former president uh, Luiz Anelco Luca uh, de Silva. Uh, so he won 50.83% of the vote, 98% of votes are counted. Uh, Bolsonaro won 49.17%. Uh, of course, Bolsonaro was called the, the far right uh, president uh, because he is against globalism and didn't want uh, Brazil to lock down and didn't want to force uh, the COVID vaccines on his 
populations. Now, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, Donald Trump's former chief strategist, who is appealing his four-month uh, prison sentence for contempt of Congress uh, for refusing to testify before the January 6th uh, Resurrection Committee. Uh, so he has advised uh, Bolsonaro to not concede and say, screw Biden, because Biden's already congratulate uh, uh, Lula, screw the State Department, screw the CIA, fuck them there. Because, well, it is much closer than the the Biden Trump of of 2020. I think around only two million votes. Uh, the difference. Uh, remember, in the end, that uh, Biden beat Trump by seven million votes. I see uh, Senator Slayer said Kanye West is a legend, exposing the truth. I have got a sorry. You shouldn't dead name a ye uh, Senator Slayer uh, because uh, he he. His new name is is Yi, so you don't use his his previous name because that's the the trans rule. Uh, you you don't dead name trans people and also those who who change their name. So he's according to the the finance websites, he is no longer a billionaire, Kanye uh, West. He's uh, self uh, destructed, and uh, he's denied that he's uh, mentally ill. Yi and uh, claimed he was uh, misdiagnosed by a doctor. The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. Well, you just did say, a, you said you couldn't say, but then you said it, you said it anyway. So I don't know why you did that sort of performative, uh, performative poetry there, if I may call it. Now, a news item that uh, was, well, a development uh, that uh, was buried by PayPal as Elon Musk was taking back Twitter was the uh, the reinstatement uh, uh, PayPal did of their $2,500 US fine. And Rod Lampard has tried to make sense of this. So it was reported by Disclosed TV that PayPal reinstated its $2,500 fine for misinformation. And so answering concerns, PayPal responded to inquiry from the Daily Wire reassuring customers the company had not reinstated the clause. And so it goes down here that uh, there has been no change to the present user agreement that uh, had already numerated that $2,500 sanctions can be applied to accounts found in violation of the original acceptable use policy. In other words, accounts called to mechanism where PayPal can punish customers for wrong thinking and thinking of vote, voting a certain way was already in place. And yes, PayPal has been uh, closing customers' accounts for wrong think and uh, stealing their money uh, for years. Uh, I remember that uh, years back, uh, they cancelled uh, Blair Cottrell's uh, account and didn't pay him the the money that uh, was in his, his PayPal account, like when he was... His, like his account was closed by Westpac. At least they gave him back his his money. But uh, they they stole 
PayPal seventeen hundred dollars that was still in Blair's account when they when they when they closed it. I'm sure uh, Lady of Shellat they stole Patriarch. Uh, patriotic alternatives uh, account as well and also uh they they shut your paypal account senator slayer uh, as well so yes they've been uh, closing accounts for wrong think misinformation and stealing customers money for years now let's go over to europe and uh, so Giorgia Meloni is officially the Prime Minister of Italy and uh, the unvaccinated in uh, the healthcare system are allowed to resume back their jobs. There's going to be a proper inquiry into the country's uh, COVID-19 response, including the, the vaccine passport uh, system. And uh, the uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict uh, will uh, drag on into the winter uh, with uh, well, certainly uh, Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky, who I am dressed up as. I'm wearing his uh, famous olive green tea uh, that he wears. The reason why I thought that this would be a good Halloween costume, it was suggested to me uh, by Unshackled Fan uh, get on the beers on Telegram is because uh, Zelensky, he both tricks Western nations into handing over their taxpayers' money over to him, uh, which is a, a treat. He both tricks and treats there. And so, of course, Zelensky just keeps demanding more and more money, more and more arms there. It's it's not just, it's like he keeps coming back at uh, the same doors to, to demand uh, uh, treats while he's, he's tricking, uh, tr uh, tricking Western governments. And now, obviously, a, a, a side development of the... Uh, the Russia-Ukraine war is that neutral Sweden and Finland have joined NATO, but uh, there has been an alarming uh, report on the weekend that NATO wants to uh, put a, a nuclear a, a nuclear missiles in Finland, which is right next to Russia. That is insanely provocative. And remember, it was the US putting missiles in Turkey in the early 1960s, right on the Soviet Union's uh, doorstep that uh, triggered them sending the nuclear warheads uh, to Cuba, where we had the, the Cuban missile crisis. Lady of Shalott says he rang up Rishi to congratulate him, then ask him for more money. The rat. Uh, yes, Rishi Sunak, he's done lots of uh, posts on his Twitter account, him in conversation with various world leaders who've congratulated him on uh, being selected as uh, the new British Prime Minister, the Conservative Party leader. And uh, so we shall see uh, how the, the, the polls if the polls bounce back for the Conservatives, who are more than 40 points behind Labor. I mean, certainly the, the markets have reacted well to Rishi Sunak uh, being selected as British Prime Minister because apparently they run uh, Britain now. Uh, now, he's still committed to uh, the green agenda, uh, net zero, and he's also re-banned fracking after Liz Truss unbanned fracking. 
Uh, now, despite his uh, his uh, commitment uh, to the, the green agenda, some conservatives were pleased that uh, Rishi is not turning up to COP27 in Cairo, Egypt. Uh, he wants to focus on he and uh, Jeremy Hunt's uh, updated budget forecast because uh, uh, Jeremy Hunt, the uh, globalist chancellor, he's continued in that position. And uh, also uh, other other people uh, continuing in their roles. Well, Dominic Rabi is, is back as uh, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister for Justice. There is Yes, uh, Boris and all his uh, supporters are not in Rishi Sunak's cabinet. Uh, so Jacob Rees-Mogg, he resigned before he was pushed. Now, what are the alternatives uh, to uh, the uh, the Conservative Party? Because it's a first-past-the-post system in, uh, in the UK. So uh, obviously, uh, when Nigel Farage ran uh, for UKIP in uh, the the general election for the House of Commons, he failed. So uh, Nigel Farage has said that he cannot uh, do this on his own. He needs basically a whole team to try and 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 break the well, it's a three party system uh, between uh, the Conservatives, Labor, and the Liberal Democrats. There is the Reform Party, uh, which used to be uh, the Brexit Party, which is now led by Lawrence uh, Fox. And uh, there is also the Re Reclaim Party, which is headed by Talk TV personality Richard uh, Tice. Uh, so they have had surges in membership uh, since uh, Rishi Sunak was selected as a Conservative party meet leader but uh, we 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 shall see uh, if uh, the, there is any viable uh, actual conservative nationalist libertarian party that uh, emerges now uh, turning to local news and uh, as a ha halloween uh, or you could call it a, a, as a, as a halloween uh, gift to australia the Albanese government is returning the ISIS brides uh, to Australia. And Alexandra Marshall summed it up perfectly. Just remember, Australia, the unvaccinated were considered too dangerous to be flown home and were left stranded around the world for years. But female ISIS terrorists that joined a violent, intolerant foreign state, Labor wants, wants these girls back ASAP and flew them into Sydney there. So yes, uh, they're being welcomed back to Australia, but don't worry, uh, ASIO is and the AFP are going to keep an, an eye on them and make sure uh, that uh, that they don't get don't get up to any mischief uh, once they're they're back here as well. Uh, now, Netball Australia, uh, because it rejected Gina Reinhart's uh, Hancock uh, prospecting sponsorship of fifteen million dollars. Even though it was eleven million dollars uh, in the the red, has found a a new sponsor. Uh, I shouldn't call it a sponsor. It's a Victorian taxpayer funded bailout. So Dan Andrews has decided to use a Victorian's 
money to give a $15 million bailout uh, to uh, Netball Australia under the sponsorship of Visit Victoria because after Dan Andrews uh, locked down uh, Victoria for uh, 18 months in 2020-2021, he now wants people to come back and, and visit uh, Victoria. And as a lot of people have been pointing out today, uh, that uh, the the diamonds they didn't think that Gina Reinhart uh, she uh, they they didn't think her business was uh, ethical uh, ethical for them to wear on their their jumper, but they're okay with uh, wearing uh, the 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 logo of a state whose governments has been one of the one of the the worst human rights abusers of the 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 past two years. They're happy to wear that on their jumper there. Uh, now, Dan Andrews, uh, he had a big press conference uh, with netballers uh, today uh, to announce uh, this uh, bailout. And uh, there was uh, an unfortunate uh, medical emergency that happened. Dollars and cents point of view, though, it, was it more attractive to you because Victoria is filling that $15 million that you don't have from Hancock Prospecting? Very different partnerships, so cannot be compared in any way, shape or form. They're two very, very different partnerships and this partnership values the content that we offer. So everything from pathway events through to the elite competition are some of the things... Oh, hang on a minute. Yes, that poor little girl, and uh, she got medical treatment there, and she she's okay now. Uh, I wondered if they considered calling an ambulance because obviously with uh, ambulance Victoria's uh, a poor performance. Imagine if they did need to call an ambulance, and it took half an hour, forty five minutes for the ambulance to turn up. I mean, that would have been an even worse uh, PR disaster for Dan there. And yes. Uh, I agree with you, Margot. I certainly feel for that uh, kid there. Now, obviously, uh, Victoria's health system has uh, unraveled uh, during Dan's time as as premier, and and now uh, we it was on the the news tonight. Uh, the the youths are back in Brighton. This was on Seven News tonight. 
Melbourne's run of violent street crime has continued with police forced to mount a big operation to end a rampage across three Bayside suburbs. The wanted man is accused of a carjacking, ramming two police vehicles, breaking into homes and threatening a woman with a knife before he was finally cornered and arrested in Brighton. Police swarmed a quiet Brighton East cul-de-sac, desperate to end a crime spree across Bayside suburbs. The wanted man had allegedly been breaking into homes, jumping fences, armed with a knife, threatening people. I heard a bit of screaming early this morning and uh, well, this afternoon and uh, an intruder in next door. And my next door neighbour very bravely and chased him out with a, literally with a hoe and prodded him out of the driveway and, and down the street. And the guy was brandishing a knife, so very, very brave lady. Steve Walter then came face to face with the intruder. He just said, get the effing hell out of my way. But then I saw the knife in his hand and so I got out of his way and he went past my house, told, shouted at the kids to lock the door. The chase began two hours earlier when police tried to intercept a stolen vehicle in Balaclava. Officers became the target. Two police cars rammed on Carlisle Street as the thief sped off. That vehicle then continued on and uh, ventured into Elwood. Uh, we're then, uh, as a result of uh, possibly the damage caused to the vehicle, that vehicle was dumped and the male occupant then got out and uh, brandishing a knife, committed the carjacking on another vehicle and stole that vehicle. That vehicle was then driven out to the Brighton area. He continued on to Cluden Street and broke in to another home. That was vacant, luckily, thank God. It took police nearly an hour to end the siege and take the 44-year-old Melton man into custody. Everyone deserves to feel safe in their own home um, and not have this, uh, this unwanted um, violence brought into their life. Yes, Melbourne is back, baby. Uh, now, obviously in 2020, 2021, uh, you would have seen all those uh, police swarming around, not for an actual criminal, but uh, if someone's mask uh, slipped off uh, around uh, town, that's what would have got the, the, the police uh, with a rapid response in, in 2020, 2021. Uh, now, a, over in Western Australia, a absolutely horrific... Uh, alleged murder has happened of a 15-year-old Aboriginal uh, boy, uh, Cassius Turvey. Uh, so, a Jack uh, Brearley, uh, 21, has been charged with murder and is now facing two more aggravated assault and occasionally bodily harm and stealing. So Cassius uh, was allegedly ambushed while walking home from school in the middle of uh, Swan with friends and later died in hospital. These relate to the alleged, uh, alleged assault of a 13-year-old boy Cassius was walking home with, the police commissioner Cole Blanche said. Uh, so uh, the police commissioner, he's been under fire for saying that uh, uh, his Cassius alleged murder uh, was the it was the result of mistaken identity. Uh, so he said that Cassius was the innocent victim of a violent attack. When pressed on the details about whether the attack on Cassius was racially motivated, Blanche would not be. Uh, drawn because allegedly uh, the this uh, the the man accused of murder Jack Brearley uh, mistook Cassius 
for a boy that uh, he thought vandalized his car previously but even if that was the case that's no justifications for bashing someone and uh, allegedly murdering them uh, but of course the, the sjw's blm are say a, a a hijacking this to claim that uh, this is a sign of racism that uh, still continues but uh, the system is, our legal system is already underway. A man has uh, been charged. Uh, he is the, the alleged death of Cassius, we've got to say all this because of legal reasons, has shocked the, the nation. And, and it's an absolute tragedy. It wouldn't matter if the, the boy was, was Aboriginal or white or Asian, whatever. It is, it is horrific, disgusting. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. There shouldn't be a, a grieving family uh, for uh, this boy. Um, but it's just, of course, the, uh, the, 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 the politicalization, uh, well, this is what BLM, uh, they've always done, uh, exploit tragedy for racial politics. So that brings me to the end of another Tim's News Explosion. Now, you've probably noticed that uh, these news explosions now go for longer than 30 minutes. They now go around an hour. That's because I've just got to pack so much into the explosion now. But uh, I see that all of you stick around for the, the hour, which is, which is great. It's always great to have your company and see your feedback in the, the comments as well. Now, of course, tomorrow is Melbourne Cup Day. I mean, I'm not into the the the, the Melbourne Cup horse racing uh, myself, uh, but of course, it's good to see the the crowds back in it, back out and about uh, at the events in Melbourne. Now, uh, I'll be back on Friday for another Trad Tasman talk with Stephen Berry at the later time of seven pm. Melbourne time on the Unshackled YouTube channel. We're able to start at the normal time last Friday night, 6 p.m., but this Friday will definitely have to be 7 p.m. There will be no Wilmsfront uh, this week. Uh, make sure that you check out the unshackled.net for the productions archive and also our written article as well. Uh, I know I've presented a lot of horrific and scary news tonight, uh, so but uh, you know, make sure that uh, you stay sane through all of this is always my message. Stay healthy, stay safe, uh, of course, and try and stay happy uh, as well, because these are these are these are crazy times. But uh, as long as we're here uh, helping to fight the the information wars, as uh, Alex Jones, uh, well, pinpointed it from an early time and uh, named his organization InfoWars. It's important for everyone who's wanting to resist uh, globalism, totalitarianism, standing up for freedom and liberty, uh, that uh, they make sure that uh, the truth, real news uh, gets out. So that's it from me, me tonight. And I will see you on Friday night as well. Good night, everybody. And happy Halloween. I'll say that at the end of the show uh, as well. And uh, I'm not sure if anyone's got uh, any other plans for the, the rest of the night. Uh, I'm going to, to watch Hocus Pocus 2, uh, the Babylon Bee, not the Bee said 
not to watch it because it's not worth your time. Sorry, not the beef, but now it makes makes me want to watch watch it and judge for myself if I've wasted my time. So that's on Disney Plus. Sorry, Rumor Plus. So I'm going to be watching that now. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.